0: Before I get started today, I just want to ask a favor of all 'all. y'all. Anybody that's ever been a part of our church that's had an illness or uh, a time of loss or uh, a birthday has probably gotten two, three, four, maybe five cards from Janet Crow. So, right now, Janet could use your cards. Uh, She's just gone through hip surgery and uh, replacement surgery, Uh, probably had some hard time with it uh, here lately. So, I think Todd said she's probably going home tomorrow. Uh, so if you have time this week to send Janet a card just to say, get well, or, or we miss you, or we love you, I know it sure would be appreciated by her. It would make her day. So, And if you don't have the address, just call up here at the church, and we'll, we'll be glad to give it to you, or get with Todd afterwards. Um, thank you in advance for that. To get back to our sermon series, though, we've been talking about what we should do. And we've talked about what we believe about the Bible already. Now, but now what, what should we do with our faith, with these beliefs, with uh, our belief in God? Tonight, today we're going to talk about studying the Bible. Bible study. What should I do? Bible study. That's, that's a pretty easy thing to know, right? If you want to be a Christian and you want to uh, follow God's word, you want to follow the path of righteousness, then you should obviously open up his instruction booklet. It's kind of like a way we prepare. Now, everybody prepares differently for different things, sure. Uh, what about, anybody fill out one of these last week? A lot of you all did, I know. Uh, NCAA tournament bracket. You had it all figured out, didn't you? You knew exactly how it was going to go. Um, and then it didn't go that way real quick. Uh, I have my own certain things that I go through, my own routine that I go through in preparing for the tournament. Of course, I'm going to fill out my brackets. I'm gonna have my TV turned on to the right channels. I'm gonna try to remember what those channels are. Where I can bounce back and forth. I'm gonna have my snacks up uh, right there. If it's game day, I'm gonna have my gear on. I'm gonna be Duke from top to bottom, just so you know. No questions about that. Uh, I got my pins. Gotta make sure I have my pins that are blue to circle the ones I got right and red to circle the ones I got wrong. Uh, I got my computer and my device out so I can follow along with uh, the stats and the updates. And that's just what I do. And then, of course, sit there and watch some TV. So that might be uh, something different for you. Maybe it's not basketball. Everyone has their own special interests uh, that they prepare for. So Christians, why then don't we prepare more for our walk with Christ? Remember the song, Just a Closer Walk with Thee? Grant me Jesus is my plea. The problem I think that we should note here is that we don't prepare for this walk, that closer walk with Jesus. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Now, see, feelings and emotions, those are great, and we should have those with our faith. We, we really should, but they shouldn't trump or replace knowledge and understanding. Really, to get those stronger feelings and emotions that really help us with our faith. We should grow in our knowledge and our understanding. So therefore, we've got to do what 2nd Timothy says. We've got to be able to present ourselves. We've got to prepare. Prepare to put that best foot forward to use God's word correctly and to identify what we want to accomplish with our faith in say, with our Bible study. So what is it then that we want to accomplish? What is it that we really want to learn for our own lives so that we can apply it? What does the scripture say? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 and 18. I keep asking that God, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. And it goes on. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Now, let's think about this scripture here for a second. I believe that everyone knows something about God. I think the book of Romans, I think that's what Paul says when he talks about the Gentiles. They had no excuse. They, they could see through the creation that there must be a God. There must be a higher power. But even to a more, we all know something about God here today. In fact, I believe that you all know God to a certain extent. We all do. No doubt. But we must strive to know him better. To know him better. Now, Think, think about this with me for a second. Because I think this is very, very important. It kind of goes to where the second part of that scripture was saying about that hope. So, what is our hope? Our hope for life, our hope for our life here on earth, our hope for eternal life, uh, to get to know Him better so we can know our purpose. What's your purpose here today? What's your purpose in your lives, in your, with your families, at your jobs? What's your purpose with your faith? I think that Bible study can help us to identify that. But we can't identify that with, with just a casual relationship with God. We've got to know him better. We've got to get to know him as best as we possibly can. Excuse me. Now, when I first came here, I talked about how after we give our life to Christ, uh, then we must maintain our faith. That was kind of like our our plan of salvation. right? And I've since changed that because I know that we've got to do more than just maintain in our, our Christian lives. After we give our lives to Christ, we can't say, I'm just going to do barely enough. I'm just going to be complacent. I mean, we talked about not being complacent Christians. We can't uh, assume that we're just going to be fine and do the status quo. I believe that after we give our lives to Christ, we should strive to grow. That does include maintaining our faith, and we'll talk more about that later. But I think it also definitely includes that desire to know him better and to know him better, to know him more. Means to grow in your faith. Paul would identify his purpose in Colossians chapter 2, uh, verses 2 through 3. My goal is that they may be encouraged in the heart and united in love, so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding, in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So how did he identify his purpose? He said it was to encourage. That was important. We know that. We've talked about that numerous, numerous times. About his understanding. And I think, again, that's something that we should pray for. Understanding of the Scripture. Before you study the Bible, pray for understanding. Pray for understanding in your life. Because those times when you don't understand something, that's hard. We want to have stuff figured out, don't we? We, we want to be in the know. We want to have that knowledge of what, what's going to happen next or, or why something else may or may not have happened. But folks, oftentimes the answer is right here with what we should do, with how we should behave. Understanding. Pray for it. And it really goes right into that next part, wisdom, that he mentioned. Wisdom that, that we must have, each and every one of us. And what's the difference between understanding and wisdom? I think that's the application. And how are we going to get that? Knowledge. He also mentioned knowledge. Paul identified these things as his purpose. Have you identified yours? Have you identified your goals with your faith, with your walk with Christ? Have you identified your goals? Because think about this. like We oftentimes, we're like, our goal is to make it to heaven. Or maybe we'll put it in a couple easy words. Our goal is to follow Jesus and fish for men. But shouldn't it be deeper than that? Of course it should. And all of us know that. And your own personal lives, we we all know it should be deeper than just those few. How do we do that? How do we follow Jesus? How do we fish for men? How do we just get down right down to the nitty-gritty? I think it comes down to building relationships with each other. Legitimate ones. Real ones. not, Not shallow ones. And it's so very easy to think that you're doing that when you're not. So for your walk, identify your goals. Write it down if you need to. I can tell you, there's so many times I wish I had done this. I'm going to strive to do it now. Think deeply about it. Don't just say, "Man, what's the preacher going off about this? No, think deeply about this. What are your goals? And I encourage each and every one of you to do that this week. Write it down. And after you get to that point, then maybe you can start talking about how uh, applying how you can accomplish this goal how two words bible study that's a good start for sure it's going to take more than just bible study right but how are you going to apply anything to your faith your walk with, with your faith if you aren't first studying and learning about god's word let's study god's word it'll enlighten us and it'll enlighten us on our purpose it'll it'll enlighten us on our goals so how are we going to do it? Let's look to the scripture. Uh, we're going to look at Psalm chapter 119, starting in verse 33. Teach me, Lord, the way of your decrees, that I may follow it to the end. Give me understanding so that I may be, so that I may keep your law and obey it with all my heart. We'll stop there for a second, but we're going to keep reading that, that psalm. I want you to uh, mark this text. This entire psalm, it's uh, uh, 33 through 40, I believe. Mark it. I want you to read it again this week. Psalm 119, just great, great stuff. In fact, I want to read this verse again. Teach me, Lord, the way of your decrees, that I may follow it to the end. Give me understanding so that I may keep your law and obey it with all my heart. Think about it. He's done that. He's given us his word. Are we learning it? How can we accomplish it? We've got to study it. We've got to learn it. Now, what I mean by learn. Don't go by what someone else is saying. Don't, by, don't go by just your gut instinct. And don't go by what you think is probably. Instead, open the word and learn. Learn what he says about life. Don't rely on what you or, or, or someone else might think. And again, it comes back down to those building relationships, doesn't it? Because that's what the Bible is teaching us to do. Building a relationship with each other and building a relationship with God. What did Jesus say the two most important things were? Love God and love your neighbor. How do we love them? We build those relationships. So we look to the word to know how to do that. And we look to each other, not just by what we think. Not just by what my gut instinct says, not just by what we hear, but we actually speak to each other about the things that matter. Now, I have to ask you, are you doing that in your lives today? Are you asking each other about the things that matter to each other? Are you asking each other about your faith? Are you talking about these things and being honest and open about them? Don't rely on what you think. Instead, learn. The next part of Psalm one nineteen, thirty five through thirty six says, Direct me in the path of your commands, for there I find delight. Turn my heart towards your status, and not towards selfish gain. Once again, David nails it Direct me in the path of your commands. That's where I'm going to find delight. Turn my heart toward your statutes, you know what he's saying to us, and not towards what I want it to be. So very easy to do without even realizing. See, what's happened here? God has decreed, and we have to obey. So this is where we go back to our understanding. God, please give me understanding of your decrees so that I can stop worrying about me and start focusing on you, something we all need to get better with. The next part, 119. Uh, next, This shows us guidance, I'm sorry. shows us guidance. Two parts of this, too, um, that that God's going to show us guidance with. Number one, he's going to direct me. The happiest days of my life have been the ones when I am really on, or trying my hardest to be on that path of righteousness. When I'm really focused on the things that matter. That's my happiest times, and I, I bet if you think about it, they are yours, too. It's better on the stress. It's better uh, on your, your your mental health, your physical health, uh, whenever you're looking forward instead of looking back. Direct me, Lord, and also turn my heart. I think this is what the scripture is telling us. Turn turn my heart, make it about God, not me. How else? One nineteen thirty-seven through 40. Turn my eyes away from worthy, worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. Fulfill your promise to your servant so that you may be feared. Uh, take away the disgrace I dread, for your laws are good. How I long for your precepts. In your righteousness, preserve my life. I think this is telling us about renewal. Preserve, you could say. Um, But again, like I said before, with our walk with Christ, let's not just preserve and let's not just maintain. Renewal, I think, goes a different direction. I think renewal leads to growth, not just preservation. Renewal, according to his word, A renewal that will take away my disgrace and my dread. A renewal in my life towards his righteousness. Not by being complacent. Not by just maintaining. But by growing. So then, where do I start? Verse 18 of the 119th Psalm said, Open my eyes. That I may see wonderful things in your law. Open my eyes so that I may see wonderful things in God's Word that I can apply. It's not just open my eyes so that I can know what's in here, it's open my eyes so that by knowing what's in here, I can know God and therefore apply it to my life, to my relationships. Into my faith. Where do I start? By opening my eyes. By reading God's Word. Read Genesis. Read Exodus. It's good places to start for sure. If you want to start in the New Testament, read Luke and Acts. Read with questions, with desires, with goals. Read expecting results. Yes, you can. Let's pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for giving us your word so that we know what to do with it, to study it, to learn it. Help us to do that, Lord, and to apply it in our lives every day, not just knowing what's in it, but actually using what's in it to our behavior, to our actions and attitude, to our relationships. Lord, forgive us where we've fallen short with that. And help us instead now to, uh, to move forward, growing more and more in you every day. God, we ask that you use us. Use me, Lord. Use each and every one of us. And Lord, we ask that you will show us the understanding of your word. And in Jesus Christ's most precious and holy name we now pray. Amen.